0: This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on vSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Hour number two here on the Nightcap. And Sean, you were saying it during the break. You can, you can start to feel it. Start to feel that Yeah, buzz, I mean, if you look man. behind
1: us, I mean, the energy is, you know, you can see it's it's rising. A lot of people in the book tonight. And that, I mean. You can tell they're just getting in town, kind of getting a feel for the place. I'm excited, man. I mean, you know, I love being right. Me too. And I don't feel, I have not felt stronger than I feel about Sunday's game and about the performance we're going to get from Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And. That's why I'm on the Bengals side. I'm going to continue to be on that side. It's going to be a glorious thing to see. It really is. And I'm just saying this because, as your friend, you know, I'm extending an olive branch. You know, that has an opportunity at the end of it for you to come on over and be on the right side on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I think the right side will be the Rams, and uh, that's the side I'm going to be on.
2: So good luck to you, my friend. It's that's the beauty of sports betting Good is luck, that come the post-game show, which Sean and I will be hosting, uh, one of us will be very happy and one of us will be happy for the other, but not happy for our
1: pockets. So I, I don't like to, to go head to head all that often, but sometimes we got to do it, especially against me and my best bet. It'd be different if this was just like a random, but I mean, I'm undefeated. Uh, And yes, I I've
2: I've I've heard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I've been just as adamant in all three of those picks. Yeah. And you didn't agree with all three of those picks. And well, I mean,
2: I was the first one on this show to say I like the Bills. And then later in the week it was Big King's best bet. I think I said it on Wednesday of that week. I said it on Monday about Mac Jones because you've been Captain Jones, which was a great call by you. And I said, going to Buffalo as a rookie. I was like, no, thanks. Give me the bills. And all the talk was Bill Belichick getting points. Uh, Uh, You got to play that. Not by you. mm -hmm. And I was quickly on the bills. You were also on the Bills, So we were together on that one. What was your week? What was your division? Against. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Captain big Kings, best bet. Your captain Peacock over here was 13 seconds away from, uh, from not having did that Did they happen. win? They did. I and mean, it would
1: have been like having the 49ers money line in, in the championship round. And they made up to 17-7 and ultimately losing. I mean, that's why they played the whole game. That is true. Yeah. yeah that's why they played the whole game in the AFC championship. Right. So um, My best bet was the 49ers.
2: And they covered. They did. I had the Rams on the money line that day. So, we we were both good. I also had my favorite play was Chiefs. Rams money line parlay and it was good until you know it wasn't until Patrick Mahomes had his skills stolen from him and he forgot yeah. how to play quarterback
1: and you know what's what's fascinating <laughs> is the one thing that we have not done throughout these playoffs is give the Bengals defense any credit that is true in the Titans fair. game all of it is oh Tannehill Hill stinks he's nobody's talking about well the Bengals DBs did a good job of breaking on those passes of identifying, you know, where he was trying to go with the ball and beating him to the spot. You know, no one's talking about, well, the Bengals defense held the Chiefs to three points in the second half in overtime. You know, so it's all Rams great, Rams this, Rams that. But the Bengals defense has really elevated their performance in their last two games. So I don't think they're getting any attention. So I think uh, people are going to be surprised, some pleasantly. Uh, some it might be a horror show, you know, because they didn't, you know, anticipate this. But I think the Bengals defense is going to give Stafford and McVeigh and that Rams offense a lot of issues because they can get after the quarterback, and Stafford is the quarterback, even though he's older, more experienced, is the one that has turned the ball over when he's been under duress.
2: I I don't disagree with any of that. I I, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I know Joe said he he leans toward the over. Um, I played under early, but I, I think if you like under, and we had Derek on. If you missed that, Derek Stevens, uh, he feels like, and we've already seen one shop in town go to forty-nine. Look, the over money's coming. Yeah. I mean, the public's going to bet the over, and that's that's coming. So, I don't have a
1: strong play on the total. I I, I, I don't I don't I, I I if they played this game ten times, I do think it would go under six, but I do think for those ten games, you end up it not being a high scoring game but a back and forth closely contested game that ends up over the number. Right.
2: And and part of my, you know, handicap or thought process of the under in this game and I got it at 49 and a half. It's 48 and a half now. Wait, I think it will go back up once again. You've already seen it go to 49 at the south point here in Las Vegas and it might ultimately get back there so you can get a little bit more of that key number. Um, The reason is it is the Super Bowl. It is going to be played a little bit closer to the vest. I think, you know, like you've talked about, you have had two weeks to prepare. Uh, Sean McVay knows Zach Taylor's tendencies. Zach Taylor knows Sean McVay's tendencies. These two guys work together for a long, long time. And if, if people like us and other, you know, folks out there know, okay, you know Matthew Stafford against blitz, his percentage, his completion percentage is X, his passer rating is this. But against, you know, drop coverage, he really struggles. You don't think they know that? You know, so I, I think it's gonna be really, it's gonna be a feeling out process. One of my favorite plays, one of my plays is is under nine and a half points in the first quarter. I think it's just a slow, it's a slower build. We've seen Cincinnati mm-hmm. get off to slower starts. This postseason, you know, down 21 to three to the chiefs uh, down, I believe at the half to Tennessee. Uh, so I think this is, has the potential of a, of a slower start uh, in, uh, you know, to get
1: things going in the Super Bowl. money cheering something back there, <laughs> something <laughs> in hockey. It looks like, I don't know. Speaking of hockey. Yeah. We got team USA about to start. Yeah, man. Oh, I hope they get up on a lead so I can go peacock in front of Banksy. But I get what you're saying. I'm just telling you the Bengals are the side. I disagree. But that's the beauty of sports, man. Right. We're going to find out yeah, Sunday. We
2: are going to find out. If we,
1: if you haven't heard, myself and Tim and, you know, the entire Visa Network are going to have coverage all day on Super Bowl Sunday, 9 a.m. We have uh, Pacific Time, noon Eastern. A great interview that our own Brent Musburger did with Billy Walters. You know, only the second interview in Billy Walter's career, and if I'm not mistaken. Yep, uh, I actually watched his 60-minute interview. And uh, when they were sitting down to do this interview, Brent had look, what looked like – I mean, he takes notes like I do. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he had, like, 14 pages of notes. So I, I can't wait to watch it. I know it's going to be a fascinating interview, two brilliant men, you know, sitting down talking about how sports betting has evolved. And uh, it really has come a long way. I remember when I first got into broadcasting, I mean, it was completely taboo. Mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't mention the spread. You know, you couldn't talk about the the total. I I mean, so to go from there to now where it's probably part of the fabric of almost every representation of, of sports in our country now, I think, is a good thing. So I'm excited. Sunday, me and Tim, Stadium Swim live from 2 to 3 o'clock, also doing the halftime show and post-game show at Stadium Swim. So if you guys are out and about, come say hello. I am looking forward to it. Uh, I'm trying to find a peacock uh, kind of thing you can put on your head, because I'm going to be in full peacock mode by about 7 o'clock on Sunday.
2: So does not make you nervous at all that, 66% of the bets into Westgate last night here, Derek Stevens saying every bet coming in is on the bangles. It just, it feels like that is the, the very public side that doesn't well, worry you at all. I don't think
1: it started out. As the public side, because I don't think the, the public took a side.
2: Well, yeah, the, the public's not right. betting the until Sharps,
1: now. The Sharps, when the four-and-a-half number came out. Oh, it was three-and-a-half. Well,
2: it opened three-and-a-half. Right. Sharps took it up to four-and-a-half. Sharps took
1: it up to four-and-a-half. And now the public's bringing it back down. Right. So, I think anytime you have the extra week in between Super Bowls, you're always going to see this when it comes to betting the Super Bowl. I just think so, because I think you can talk yourself into a whole lot of different arguments, you know, the longer you have. I mean, there are a lot of people that like the Rams are going to watch our broadcast and based on my passion for the Bengals, like really decide to do the right thing and come to what's going to be the winning <laughs> side, which is Bengals plus four and a half. Whereas if you didn't have that week, the game happens so fast. You know, you just kind of make a decision and go with it.
2: I mean, I, I do think Joe made some points once again. Why I'm on the Rams is you know, the Rams have been very tested on the defensive front, facing the 49ers defense last week, a reason that you played the 49ers, you like that defense. Yep. But what the 49ers were unable to do, couldn't run the ball. And I, I think the Bengals are going to be one-dimensional. And uh, one of the reasons why, look, for me, one of my you know, plays that I like more uh, is is under Joe Mixon rushing yards because I just don't see them having much success. Now, can they win without running the ball? Absolutely. I I think they have the playmakers. Jamar Chase, uh, Tyler Boyd is going to be a a big-time playmaker. Um, You know, I think he's going to be targeted quite often. T. Higgins certainly can make some plays. What I'm fascinated to see, Sean, is what the Rams decide to do ultimately with Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is, per pro football focus, the best cover corner in the league. We're going to find out. But on the other side, they have liability, right? It is Jalen Ramsey and then liability. So are they going to put Jalen Ramsey on an island, on Jamar Chase, or do they put Jalen Ramsey on one side and then have that safety help over top and try to take away Jamar Chase? I'm very curious to see what the game plan is going to be for the Bengals when it comes to one of the more incredible talents – in the NFL in Jamar Chase. Much more on Super Bowl 56. Coming up on the other side, that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on Beast.
0: This is the Nightcap on v the Sports Betting Network.
2: Do you have questions about betting the Super Bowl, wonder about how to hedge, or maybe you're looking for unusual props or insights from one of our hosts? The VEASAN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at VEASAN.com slash Super Bowl, and it could be answered by our experts on air or on vison.com Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, pumping his fist in pride for the United States, I am Tim Murray. Yes, we do have uh, Olympic hockey on in yes, the studio. We do. One-to-one, just three minutes into this game, so uh, if you played the and the total Under was. Under five and a half. Yeah. You're not feeling
1: great. The total was five and a half. What do you think it was juice for to the over? Uh that's a good call. minus 150. To the over?
2: Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, good start for you if you played the over in this one. One to one USA and Canada. Let's go. Uh, so good to see there. Uh that's what I like to see. Um uh I have made a couple uh couple. Olympic hockey bets. We talked about one of them in the USA's first game. Did you take the USA? I thought plus 180 was good. I the- didn't I didn't play it. I thought there was value in that. Could have taken maybe on the puck line, but uh, yeah, I did not. Well, uh, I like the plus 180. They're the underdogs. They are. Yeah. Uh, so Canada's we'll his favorite. We'll see how it plays out. I'm not out. mistaken. They are. Yeah, yeah. minus 210. Uh, I have Canada to win the gold. at. I took both Canada and the United States to win gold. 14 to 1 and plus 650. All right. Let's get back to Super Bowl 56 and... You know it's interesting. We're going to show our our plays, and we could kind of, as the show goes on, just throw up our plays, uh, you know, as they go, and we'll we'll keep hitting on them. But you know, Sean, for you, you're all in on Jamar Chase. I am. So I just want you. I mean, I, I think on the on the surface, obviously, it's Jamar Chase is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But what about this matchup makes you believe that Jamar Chase is going to have the day? Those of you who are watching on uh, By the way, free if you're not watching right now all weekend long. If you want to check out what we're all about here at VEASAN, uh, VEASAN VEASAN.com for 56 hours. Um, What about Jamar Chase and this matchup, Sean,
1: that intrigues you so much that you believe he is going to emerge? Well, here's how I view these situations, and I'm praying that Jalen Ramsey mirrors Jamar Chase. I am so hoping that that happens. When you have elite offensive players, that greatness always overcomes elite defensive players if given fair environment, equal opportunity. Specifically now in the National Football League because of the rule adjustments. Every time that ball's in the air, Jamar Chase down the field, who's the pressure on? It's on Jalen Ramsey to try and find the ball, to not get too handsy, not to get too physical and give up you know these 35, 40-yard pass interferences that we see. Because of the fact that Jamar does run so many vertical routes, when he doesn't, there's very few corners that are sitting on those routes. Because he's always threatening going down the field. I just think all the advantages lean towards, first of all, an elite player. Mm-hmm. playing no at, Playing at a time in the game of football where the offense has every advantage on planet Earth in the passing game. And that's why I lean towards Jamar to go over these numbers. I just don't think you can play – lockdown, shutdown corner in the National Football League unless the refs are just going to let you get away with grabbing and pulling and, you know, balls in the air. But if they call it like they've called it consistently throughout the year, you can't defend Jamar Chase.
2: So if you're Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator that you know well, mm-hmm. the coordinator of the Rams, can't believe you're betting against your guy Raheem
1: Morris. Shout out to Raheem too, by the way. What a travesty that Raheem Morris didn't get a head coaching job. So if you're Raheem Morris...
2: What is your game plan against Jamar Chase? Because it's not like Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are chumps, right? But they're not Jamar Chase. So what would be your game plan? Personally, I would... So let me just... The dummy, Mm -hmm. me, I would say I wouldn't have uh, Ramsey shadow. Mm -hmm. I would have Ramsey stay on one side, and wherever Jamar Chase was, I'd have the safety just kind of hovering over top. Why would that...
1: Would that be a dumb decision? Well, it's not a dumb decision, but it's also it's very, very difficult to implement that because of the way the Bengals move Jamar Chase around. You know, sometimes it's in the boundary, sometimes it's to the field, sometimes it's in the slide. He motions from one side of the formation to the other. Like when when if you just had a static receiver that lined up at, let's say, the X receiver all the time into the boundary, you Mm -hmm. probably could do that. Right. But they move him around. And so it makes it really difficult. And just to kind of give like some some football one on one here, when you hear someone say Jalen Ramsey's going to mirror Jamar Chase, Jalen Ramsey may be capable of actually playing in the slot on the edge, into the boundary, but can the other guys adjust? Right. So when Jamar Chase is in the slot and Jalen's in Jalen Ramsey in the slot now, that nickelback who's normally there is forced to do something else is he capable of doing that because they do have uh T Higgins and uh Tyler Boyd. and Tyler Boyd you know they do throw the ball to Joe Mixon this isn't a one dimensional offense and i think you saw against the chiefs who went out of their way to try and take jamar chase away that they have other weapons that can get open and catch the ball so in theory it's keep a guy over the top in actual Real life implementation is way much more difficult because although Ramsey may be able to do what his new responsibility is, the guy that's having to move because Ramsey's in their spot may not be as comfortable playing field corner or boundary corner. And, and that's why. And now that's, you,
2: that's how you get exposed. And that's why to me, I feel like, look, you're going to ask an elite corner in Jalen Ramsey in a press conference setting, he's going to say, what every corner will say, I want a mirror, I want a shadow. But as a defensive coordinator, if you're Raheem Morris, isn't that the wrong decision to make? No, I don't think so. I just think if because because of, sorry to interrupt, but, but because like you said, Jamar Chase moves around. He's not, I'm trying to think of a wide receiver who would just stay, you know, on one side or the other because he does go on the slot. They
1: try to find. Mike Evans, for instance, is very rarely not in one position. Right. He's more of a outside only receiver, so you can adapt easier,
2: right. right? So if you're moving a guy around and you're putting him in the backfield sometimes to get some carries, like they've done before, what do you do if you're if you're,
1: you know, well, if you're- you have to keep this in mind too? And here's why I think Jamar Chase is going to have a big game because of the guy throwing in the ball. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you get in these situations, you know, and. Yeah, Ramsey's matching up against a guy, but the guy throwing the ball is inaccurate. You know, he's open, the ball's behind him. He's open, the ball's late. You know, that's not going to be the issue with Joe Burrow. You know, so that plays into this as well. Like, when, like for instance, when Joe Burrow threw the back shoulder touchdown to uh, Jamar Chase late in the Kansas City game, he wasn't open. Mm-hmm. That was great defense. But the throw... And then the talent of the guy he's throwing to overcome that. And so that's why I'm on – because I don't think the Rams have the same caliber of outside receiver. I think Odell Beckham has turned into a possession receiver. You get very little yards after the catch with him. You get very little in the vertical passing game. But what you do get is a really smart guy that understands how to get open, you know, in the short to medium, you know, pass route tree. And he catches everything thrown his way. Cooper Cup to me, probably is more dynamic, especially after he catches the ball than Odell is. But he's a slot guy. So Jamar's a guy that's outside. So a slot guy is much easier for me to give safety help than it is for a guy on the outside. And we're going to find out, man. We're going to find out, you know, who's ready Sunday and who's not. I just – I think I'm just going to stay right here. I'm going to rock and roll with the Bengals. I love everything about it. If you guys are watching, you can see the props I'm taking. If you aren't watching, I'm on Bengals plus four and a half. That's my biggest and best bet. That's Big King's best bet, Bengals plus four and a half. I'm also going to sprinkle a little on Bengals' money line. I got it at plus 190. I also played the alternate spread and took the Bengals at minus three and a half. I'd have loved to get the solid three and not the hook there, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't offered also took Jamar Chase over seven, nine and a half receiving yards. Jamar Chase over six and a half receptions. Jamar Chase first touchdown in the game. Jamar Chase first Bengals touchdown. So the way I see this game playing out, Bengals winning or either losing in a razor thin tight game. But I do see Burrow and Jamar Chase having big games.
2: There's a couple crossover props uh, over at the Westgate. They do this uh, with with tons of uh Sports, but a couple that caught my eye were Jamar Chase receiving yards versus total points from Gonzaga on Saturday (laughs) night. Gonzaga, the one of the most prolific offenses in the country, but they're playing St. Mary's, who's a a decent defensive team. Nobody. And then you've got Arizona, uh, another crossover prop. And uh, I believe Arizona, I want to say Jamar Chase might be a slight favorite in that one by like a point or two. So uh, if Jamar Chase, by the way, if you play these and Jamar Chase has a performance like he did the first time against the Chiefs or he went, gives for 200, you're good. But if he has a performance like he had against the Chiefs last time out, which was 54 yards, well, that's it's the beauty. That's not, not so good. That's the beauty of betting. So, some of the fun props out there. We'll get to some of the most bet props so far at DraftKings Sportsbook on the other side. It's the Nightcap here on VSIN.
0: This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Wrangler Squares and celebrate their 75th anniversary with a free shot at a share of $75,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash Wrangler Squares now to get in on the action for football's biggest Sunday. Wrangler for the ride of life. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is a Friday night. We are rolling along, chugging closer and closer. The Super Bowl 56. You know, I don't know what it is, Sean. Maybe because it's a close spread. I I imagine I was this juiced for last year, but oh, I, I I'm just more juiced. Well, yeah, because you played yeah, for Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah, but there's just something about. Maybe it's just I know LA was in a Super Bowl pretty recently. Played the uh, the Patriots. Something about the newness. I'm fired up about this Super Bowl. I, I know there are people out there who wanted, you know, San Francisco and uh, and the Chiefs because those would have been two huge fan bases. Yeah, for business betting wise, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, I, I think this provides a ton of storylines. I think there's unique aspects, great opinions on both sides. You're on the Bengals heavy. I like the Rams quite a bit. <laughs> and
1: we'll see. We'll see.
2: You were talking that way about Alabama, too?
1: No. Mm-hmm. Much different.
2: Mm-hmm. Much different. You were talking the way about Michigan no, State. No, if you
1: told me that Jamar Chase and T. Higgins were out for the game or going to miss the game, and I'd be on the Rams. Don't forget now. Yeah. Don't forget. No Mechie. They lost Jameson Williams. Did I not cash my ticket? Oh, 100%. There you go. Yeah. Uh, um, let's get
2: to, I, I saw DraftKings putting out, and this is early, so obviously these things can change. But these are some of the early, very popular prop plays, according to DraftKings. So this is just one, one book. So let's go by them and let's get your thoughts. And, and I'll give you mine as well. Matthew Stafford over five and a half rushing yards. We talked to uh, uh, Joe Fortenball from the Daily Wager early, and his one of his favorite plays was over two and a half rushing attempts. I would prefer that than the five and a half yards because I know Sean wouldn't believe this, but if there are kneel downs like we saw two Super Bowls ago with uh with Patrick Mahomes, that could hurt you on the rushing yards. But are you I'm a little surprised, Sean, honestly, to see that the number one prop play on the Rams side at DraftKings is over rushing yards. Matthew
1: Stafford. That surprises me a little bit. I think when you peel back the layers a little bit, it makes a lot of sense. For one, his attempts. So he has 15 rushing attempts through three games. So he's averaging five carries a game. It's not like he had like an outlier in the three playoff games. Every game when he's six rushes, four rushes, five rushes. So you think if he gets a yard a carry at the pace he's going, you know, he's right there on that number. So it makes sense to me. You know, In the the three games, he's rushed for six yards, eight yards, and 22 yards. So all three games, you would have cast a over five-and-a-half rushing yards ticket.
2: Well, and once again, and and this goes to Joe Burrow, too, and we saw Joe Burrow run uh, quite a bit, and this is when we'll get to the Bengals' popular props in the next segment. Joe Burrow put it all out there against the Chiefs, as you should do. And I think Matthew Stafford, I think the mindset for the better here is – if he can go get us three, four yards, he's going to go get those three, four yards if there's nothing else out there. And, you know, for a team like the Bengals, who in the second half, now I I was surprised, and I think they kind of spied him a little bit more, but Patrick Mahomes had that one run, I think it was in the early in the first half, maybe in the second quarter, for like 13 yards. And that was it.
1: Yeah, he dropped the wrong Gatorade. I still don't know. Yeah, he, played, I still don't he played a real out of... An abnormal second half, let's just say this. Now, to make the comparison to Joe Burrow, remember what I told you about you learn as you continue to acquire more and more information as a quarterback? Mm -hmm. And the impact that Joe Burrow watching Kansas City and Buffalo was going to have on him scrambling? That was the game against the Chiefs, which happened the game after We saw Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes pick up first downs, you know, really create momentum and energy for the offense through their legs. He rushed for five yards, five times for 25 yards. Coming into that Chiefs game in the playoffs, two carries, five yards, two carries minus two yards. So I think if he brings that attitude with him to the Super Bowl, because the one thing is, if you're playing man coverage, nobody's really spying the quarterback, especially right. a Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford quarterback. You're not
2: going to waste. Right. You're not going to waste a right. A You've linebacker got a guy in pass coverage, right. so
1: if they decide to run in certain situations, there will be opportunities for chunk runs. Yeah,
2: no, I agree, uh, and I think that's why you'll see the
1: over on Joe Burrow
2: rushing yards as an intriguing play too. Uh, sticking with the Rams pop, uh, prop bets, popular plays so far at DraftKings Sportsbook. Heavy juice, minus 225, over one and a half passing touchdowns for Matthew Stafford. Um, Matthew Stafford, just for comparison's sake, so far in the postseason, he threw two, every game. two touchdowns against so the Niners, over. two touchdowns against the Bucks, two touchdowns against the Cardinals, Last game of the regular season, three touchdowns. Just choose the playoffs. Two touchdowns against the Ravens. So, logically thinking, even in a game in, like against Arizona, where they were able to run the ball quite well, uh, he only threw 17 passes in that game, still threw two touchdowns.
1: Well, here's what touch- touchdown passes come down to. What's the play caller's temperament inside the 10-yard line? And because Sean McVay is not afraid to throw the ball when they get inside the 10 Stafford generally accumulates at least two touchdown passes because that's how Favre and Rodgers get a whole lot of their touchdowns is that during both of their 10 years in green Bay, they were very pass first as they got inside the 10 yard line. So.
2: Well, and one thing I would say too, and you know, Tyler Higby has been ruled out. How big of a loss
1: is that for the Rams? Well, before he was out, you would have thought it was huge, but we've seen Blanton. hmm you know, in two games now, be pretty productive. So you'd have to lean to the side of, you know, I'm sure they would love to have him, but Blanton seems, at least in a small sample size, very much more than adequate. Now the, the issue becomes the backup isn't playing 60 plays normally. He's playing 15. So now that Blanton's usage rate goes up, does his efficiency start to dip because of fatigue, fatigue, because of lack of discipline, like those things I don't know, because I don't know Blanton, never played with him, but the talent, we've seen the talent is there. You know,
2: I played, and we talked about it, Kendall Blanton first touchdown, Mm -hmm. I also played Kendall Blanton first Rams touchdown, he did it, which by the way is now ensured it will not happen, because I still think I've never hit a first touchdown prop, so pretty much guarantee it won't happen, but, I'm curious to see what the number ultimately does and how much it changes. you know the graphic we have up there includes Higby. By the way, just if you're wondering if you bet Higby uh, that, that bet is voided. He is not going to play so you're
1: good. Uh, so you'll get your money back. Here's what's interesting. Higby is from Pinellas County with the East Lake High School. Their rival high school is Tarpon Springs. Are we talking Florida here? Yes okay so we have a national audience. I said Pinellas County. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Well, that's St. Petersburg, but it's oh, Pinellas okay. County. Yeah, East Lake High School. But I said that to say, can we find what Mitchell Wilcox, the tight end from the Bengals, is going to play? Because I think he's going to attempt to play, but I don't think he's going to be physically capable. What is Mitchell Wilcox's first touchdown of the game and any touchdown prop? Do they have him? As an individual, or is he a part of the field wager? Um. All right, so Aaron one, Oster 60 just said to one for Mitchell Wilcox to catch to score the first touchdown of the game, and that was an eighty to one anytime touch. Plus, sorry, plus eight hundred. Plus eight hundred anytime touchdown. Now. I bring this up because Mitchell Wilcox is the guy that I coached at University of South Florida. Great kid, hard well, you gotta worker. You got to play it now. Yeah, extremely talented. You got to play it. Yeah. So you – You. you. I, but I'm going to let our people on because hopefully what happens is Bengals get the ball, drive down the field, play action to Joe Mixon. Mitchell sneaks into the back, touchdown, and we – Start the game off with this nice 60-1. to 1. That would be tremendous. If you don't play
2: that. Oh, I am. Yeah, you have to play that. Yes. Because if that hits and you didn't play your guy.
1: Oh, I would never. I'd yeah. never I, I myself. I
2: wouldn't care if you hit every bet and the Bengals <laughs> won 90 to nothing. Because it's not like I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't play that now. Yes. Um, you know, one thing I want to talk about on the other side, Sean, is – the C.J. Uzama make sure situation. The, make sure the audience heard that, too. 60-1, to one, Mitchell Mitch Wilcox. Wilcox. That is uh, Sean's Bengals guy. tight end. Sean's guy coached him up. 8-1, to, uh, 8 to 1 anytime touchdown. So, that's Sean's long shot little sprinkle. They're almost telling you he's going to catch a touchdown. But I do want to discuss C.J. Uzama, the starting tight end for the Bengals. How meaningful will he be come Sunday? It's a nightcap on Vista.
0: This is the Nightcap on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Winners and Winers wants to give all Veasan listeners their expert picks on the big game. They are giving the side and total as well as our. As well as our top 10 prop bets for free. No strings, no obligation. Just their Super Bowl best bets on the house. Even if you already have a bet in mind and you just want a second opinion, look at their big game analysis and predictions. Just text VSIN to area code 571 Winners 1. That's VSIN to area code 571 Winners 1. Alongside Sean King. Super Bowl champ, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap coming up top of the hour. We'll get a little more in-depth into some prop bets, as we'll bring on Matthew Friedman uh, to talk some of his favorite prop plays. Once again, uh, if you're just joining us, 56 hours of free video coverage is underway. The incredible sit-down interview, Brent Musburger with Billy Walters, that is coming up Sunday noon eastern nine pacific only on vcin coverage uh video coverage completely for free uh on vison.com and if you're listening right now wherever you may be we always appreciate you uh joining us and uh, hopefully you're enjoying some of the content that we're giving to uh giving you so we we just talked about I'm actually really really excited to watch that me too it's gonna be great i mean brent Obviously, we're a little biased with when it comes to Brent Musburger, but
1: I mean Brent's. Aaron, can I get like the uh, copy of that on the, listen to the night the way home? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go nine o'clock. i put it out in the public. Yeah,
2: sit your kids down. Hey, kids, this is, this is a legend and a legend. I'm going to have me a
1: Cuban tonight.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm saying nine a.m. Sunday, Put the kids around
1: don't go to church. That's your church for the day, nah, Billy nah, Walters, gotta and got go to church. Make sure this Bengals back come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that's that's what the big man wants to hear. Yeah. Please, loud, please, loud. Let, let the Bengals <laughs> keep it close tonight. Um, just a quick uh, little score update. Uh, United States taking the lead in men's hockey, leading two to one over Canada in some pool play. Got college hoops going on. Boise State. Uh, right now, up one on UNLV. I know that was Matt Eumann's. One of his favorite plays was UNLV uh,
1: plus the points. Oh, they, uh, they were getting
2: double digits, weren't they? Yeah, on the road. Uh, uh, we said it last night, talking about it. UNLV. I, I didn't bet it, um, but they had been playing better. Got bet down all the way to uh, eight and a half at some spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only, I had two plays tonight. X, going to give it to you. Xavier came home. I'm happy you lost. Well,
1: <laughs> so I'm happy you won.
2: Uh, Xavier as a short home favorite one. And then I was on Nevada. I uh, didn't think they'd win outright, Sean. Uh, I took the 11. They won by 11 at Utah State. So think f- about how much
1: better you feel if you had just sprinkled a little I on should've. Nevada Moneyline.
2: I should have. You know, it was it was one of those nights where it's bittersweet because, you know, every night on the show, for those of you who just might be tuning in, we wrap up every show talking college basketball for the, for the upcoming day. And it's, you know, Fridays are light slates. Right. And we were talking about all these games, and I said, I, I do like Xavier, bounce back spot, important spot for them. They win. So I was like, all right, good. I like Nevada catching the points. And then you brought up St. Bonaventure, and I'm like, I'm I'm done with St. Bonaventure. <laughs> I'm done. Won. And they win. They win as a <laughs> five-point dog. And then I said Siena Iona was a rivalry game. Yeah. Siena yeah, won. But the reason I didn't like Siena was at Iona, was coming off of a loss to Niagara. Your so. boy,
1: Thomas uh, Casale, is that how you say yep, his name? Yep. He was a big on Siena. Didn't yep. he go there or something, he was saying? He lives up in that area. Yeah, So, so there so you, you go. You get off the wagon too soon. I didn't know. I, I'm a very big
2: situational better. And Iona's the best team in that conference. I just didn't like that they had
1: just lost a game. You have separation issues. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, like your sense of loyalty has been eroded over time. I'm not loyal to Sienna. you came into the college basketball season talking nothing but the Bonnies. That's all I heard. The well,
2: they Bonnies. had let me down. They've let me down.
1: And all then right. when they finally gave you some get back, you're sitting mm-hmm. on the sideline. Yeah. Well, blah, 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 blah. it's like Sunday if you don't change this Rams thought process. Be sitting on I'll the be side look. Line.
2: I'll be very happy for you, uh, but no, you won't. No, I will. No, I, you won't. I will be happy for no, my co-host. You won't. No, you won't. I mean, I won't like it because you'll be peacocking and won't let oh, it yeah, down. Oh yeah, the for, level of peacocking. I mean, activity we now. won't have another football game for seven months, so it's gonna be horrendous for me because, like, randomly in June, Sean will be like,
1: "So here's what we we'll won we'll the Super Bowl." Here's yeah, what we'll right. do because <laughs> this is what I want to do. Okay, what do you want to do? Make this a five-cigar game. No. No. Absolutely not. No. I'll do one for four. No. Make it a five-cigar game. No. Why would I do that? The reason. Because you just said we don't have another football game until September. Yeah, but we got other bets. We got college basketball bets. We got NFL draft. The cigar Entity. See, this is.
2: Entered the see, programming. Folks, this is what you're not supposed to do. Wrapped around football. The Super Bowl is just a football game. No, it's not. You win as much. No, it's not. It's actually the hardest game to bet on a side or total. It is, but it's not just another game. And this is, this is the wrong thing to do. You should keep your unit plays the same in week 12 as it is the Super Bowl. Don't do what Sean is doing and trying to up the ante. I will happily take a one cigar bet. Rams
1: minus four. The number is four and a half. No, it is not. Yes, it is. I will show you right now. It no, is four I'm, across no, the board. No, I've been trying to get Why? you to make this bet. And I waited.
2: Weeks. And look what? Look what happened. I got a better number. Well, we
1: just won't have a bet.
2: All right. Yep. <laughs> I thought you were captain. I'm, I'm fine. Buy me a four. Four and a half.
1: No, there are none now. I know. Yeah. So
2: we'll play it at four.
1: But it's I, Friday. I don't, I don't want the push. And I was, I've been pushing to make the wager when it was four and a half. Oh. I want—I—I I waited, and now I got a better number. Right. So then go to the book. I will. Yeah. I did. I want the four and a half. I don't want the push. Oh. You're not going to get a bet with me. I want to take the push out of this. I want a cigar See, this is, to actually our, be on all the our line. New viewers I want listeners. a cigar to actually be on the line. Then it could be on the line. No, not at, if it's four. Not at four. No, there's potential that it pushes. Then we could do money line. That's fine. No. Oh. Then I lose all the value. I know. Wow.
2: Why would I take a worse number?
1: It's not a worse number if we've yes, been having is. this discussion for a week. But it's been at four and a half. And
2: I knew it would come down.
1: I should Well so, then why would I let you not take the four and a half and then all of a sudden because, come here peacocking now that it's at four? And like, oh yeah, and I want to do the bet. That'd be dumb on my part. And then I guess we're
2: not gonna bet. Well. If you went to the book right now and said, I would like four and a half, they'd be like, okay, sir, you would have to pay for that with extra juice. Well, no bet. All right no cigar bet on the line he he what he just went from a five cigar bet I move at a half point and he won't take it with a number that is actually the current number that is the right number at this point in time the
1: context is I've been trying to get Tim to make this cigar bet for Sean,
2: by the way for those checking us out for the first time on Vista.com, Sean is going money line. He's got an alt line with the Bengals minus three and a half. Absolutely. But he won't take a cigar bet, which Principal. he's been begging Principal. all
1: week. It's the principle behind it. Well, yeah. I, how is it the principle? The principle is it's our
2: last show hey,
1: before the Super Bowl. The only way I'll take the four is if it's for five cigars. I won't take the four for one. No. I'll take the four. But it has to be for five cigars. No, I will not do
2: that. Because I, because you were so confident if you had up the ante on your ridiculously terrible Villanova play, then I would be in on this because you were trying to peacock, and then people realized, oh, you're on the wrong side of this one. So I'm just I will just I'm leading our cigar bets, and I will happily say I will take a one cigar bet at the current. Spread, which is Rams minus four. That is my last offer. Hey, CJ Uzama, what's he going to do, Sean? Is he going to be productive? Two and a half catches, 24 and a half yards, current line here at Circa. Sprained MCL, trending towards playing. Is he going to – look, this is a guy that, when healthy, was – a huge piece to the offense against the Raiders, six catches, 64 yards, a touchdown against the Titans, seven catches, 71 yards, and then gets hurt against the Chiefs. He is, as uh, Zach Taylor said this week, trending towards playing, sprained MCL, did an old WWE promo, get dip this
1: knee brace off. Yeah, but I was, the train die, I looked at what he What did his gait look like after he pulled the knee brace off? And he looked like he still had a noticeable limp. Uh, One thing I used to tell my players is that we heal differently around here. I'm sure the Bengals are telling him, you know, we heal differently around here, and maybe he can get back. Hey, if you'd have told me Cam Akers could tear his Achilles and come back and function this year, I would have said no way. So obviously, the medicine, the treatments are significant. Sprains are. Not the same. You know, some are severe. Some are, are, are more light. So, I think you're going to have to wait and just watch. That would be a big one that you would hope the cameras go to Uzuma in pregame and you can see how he's running and then make a decision.
2: I put a little play on his onions. I I just, I think he's going to be more of a a decoy out there. But we get more discussion on prop bets. Top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. It's
0: a nightcap here on BCG.